Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocks podcast. I am back with Rachel Carmen today and oh man, this has been such an encouraging week. I hope you have been encouraged. If you missed our last two episodes on Monday and Wednesday, go back and listen to those. And um, the Lord is just, he he's moving right now, not just in my family and in Rachel's family, but in, in many of your families as well. Yes. And he has a message for you. He wants you to hear this. And so whatever you're doing, if you're doing laundry or washing dishes or putting on your makeup or, you know, nursing a baby, whatever it is that you're doing, maybe you're driving, just be encouraged. Um, and, and Rachel gave us some homework in the last episode. The first was to read the book of Daniel. What was the second homework assignment? Um, to go back and look at Esther and that little oh, phrase Esther. in Esther when it said how many days. I, I should have looked up at that too. Um, I think it's it's at least 30, maybe more days than that since she had been yeah. called into the king. So it's a little phrase yeah. in scripture that's pretty in- interesting. Yeah, it's, it's a short book. Go and I love the book of Esther. It is my favorite, yeah. one of my favorite books of the Bible. Um, yeah. Esther, Romans, and James are my three favorite books. They, oh, I, those I are good favorites. So really know, good favorites. Yeah. I know. Um, so speaking of homework, CTC Math. Thank you so much to CTC Math for sponsoring this podcast. If you guys don't want to deal with math and teaching it to your kids and all the homework and stuff, just go online on this thing called the World Wide Web and go to ctcmath.com and they will do all the teaching of all the math for you in a really fun and interactive way with your kids. Check them out, ctcmath.com. Um, so Rachel, in the last episode, we talked a little bit, we were talking about different characters in the Bible and and their perspective and how God used them. Mm-hmm. And one thing, and you totally breezed by this and I was thinking about it as you were talking and you were talking about Abraham and Isaac and how mm. Abraham was going to sacrifice, he was willing to sacrifice Isaac for the sole purpose of saying yes to the Lord. Mm. And the Lord, of course, as we know, if you've read the story, he spared Isaac's life, but it was it, that was not a lesson in whether or not Abraham would be able to sacrifice his son. It was whether or not he would be willing to sacrifice his son. Right. And as we look at homeschooling, I think a lot of times, and I see this on um, social media all the time, I think oftentimes as parents, especially those new parents who are taking their kids out of school, maybe this is their first year homeschooling, they think that they are sacrificing their kids by homeschooling mm-hmm. them and taking them out of school. They think it's going to be a sacrifice you know, for their whole family and that it's somehow their kids are going to suffer because they're not going to be in the school system. They're not going to have all of their friends. Maybe they're not going to have the opportunities for sports, which maybe that's not going to lead to opportunities for them to go to the college that they want to go to or whatever it is. And we feel like, oh, the suffering that they're going to endure and the Mm -hmm. sacrifice. I'm putting my child on the altar of homeschooling. And that's not right. Mm -hmm. We are called to disciple and train the hearts of our kids. And that is never never a sacrifice. And I don't know of any parents, I'm I'm sure there are probably some, but I don't know of any parents and, and yourself, Rachel, you, you said uh, you just graduated your last child, number seven. Would you ever look back and say, I really regretted homeschooling my kids. I really regretted having them home with me. I wish that I had not sacrificed them that way. I wish that I had put them in school and allowed someone else to do the work or allowed them to have the social life that I think they wanted or allowed them to have prom or allowed them to have a football team and cheerleading and all the things that we think are normal in society. 
And I don't know any homeschool moms who get to the end who have been intentional about right. educating their kids and say, man, I really regret that. I, I wish I had made a different choice. Yeah. Rats, we should have put them on the bus every day, right? Right. We should have subjected them to all that ideology and the bullying and all, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I don't. I, the regrets that I have are the regrets that I think every homeschool mother has is I wish we'd read that book or more, <laughs> or I wish I'd let that go. Right. That's, that's the kind sure. of, and then even then you, you still have to give it to God because he redeems right. all those things. Right. Um, right. But yeah, I don't, I don't regret that. Um, we did this. I wish I had been more enthusiastic to begin with. I wish, you know, to, to bring it in line with what we're talking about. I wish I had dared even in the beginning to want God's perspective. I was right. so stuck on being stuck that <laughs> I wasn't interested in what he was doing. You know, I was yeah. like, you know, to go all the way back to our example of the Israelites in the wilderness, I was pretty content early on just to sit in the wilderness and feel bad for myself, you know, yeah, um, and just whine and complain. So I, I wish I had dared I, I don't, it's never Insta perspe perspective. It's not, I talk a lot about the fact that there's no such thing as pixie dust or a magic wand. <laughs> I'm sorry to to bring that news to somebody today, but <laughs> it's just the truth. It's, it, God is drawing us. He's molding us. He's yeah. making us. And it's never instant. Um, it's always a process. And, right. and I would suggest to you, that is good news. <laughs> um yeah. You know, I have a couple of artists. I've raised a couple of artists and not because I am one, but because that's what God did. So, uh -huh. um, but I've watched them painstakingly create. Mm -hmm. It's never instant. You know, there's, if it's oh, an yeah. illustration, there's the sketching period and the, you know, really, really rough strokes. You know, if it's, if it's sculpture, it's, it's rough, right? If yeah. it's painting, it's, it starts you know, out as a glob of clay. Yeah. And so it's a powerful thing to step back and look at a creative create. And it's funny because I think that's what God's trying to do. I mean, I'm this clump of clay. I mm -hmm. actually, I think at least I, I really do think I've, I've made progress. You know, my name is Rachel and I'm a recovering block of granite that, you know, God <laughs> had to clobber, you know, um, I don't think I'm as rock hard as I was to begin with. Mm -hmm glory to God. But I look back and I just think, man, and he saw something there. I, I don't know who could have seen anything but God, right? Yeah. Because I was just so set on my, what I wanted to do and my perspective and my, and he was so kind and so gracious to extend to me. No, honey, I have something better for you. And, and I think that's why, and I think you and I share this, that's why I jump up and down about homeschooling, right? Yeah. It's this means by which it, it's not the homeschooling. I mean, I know that that, yeah. Right. I mean, my caveat to that is it is, but it's not, right? right. It's so much more than that. It is, and, and you talk about getting a perspective. It, if you can just elevate your perspective above reading, writing, and arithmetic for just mm -hmm. a minute, and consider what might God do? Yeah. 
what might God do in all of this stuff that you have no idea what you're doing and all of these learning challenges and the chaos of your house, you don't even have a space to do this in your finances. I, I think a way we can turn it around is instead of I can't, what might God do? Hmm. Because I can assure you, and I think if we put our list together of all the things, big and small things that God has done for the two of us, I could, if we laid them down between Oklahoma and North Carolina, mm-hmm. I don't think we'd have enough space. Yeah. You know, all of the things. And and so that's why I get excited about homeschooling, because I want other people to have that experience. Oh, yeah. Yes. I want other people to get see God like that. I want other people to see him provide and be faithful. And really, I think in this whole thing of perspective, that is at the core of what this is, Yeah, is getting who God is. Yeah, You know, we started off this series on Monday and I was talking about how God is in the business of showing off. Yeah. I think what God is in the business, his objective in showing off is teaching us about who he is. Yeah. He's faithful. He is our teacher. He's dependable. He's able. He's mighty. He's redeemer. He's all of these things. And so we see all this and he's he's like, I want you to have perspective and perspective gets starts with like lifting your eyes up and focusing on who I am and getting who I am. Yeah. And I think in our busyness and our chaotic lives. And and just so you know, I, I've been doing a study on this and I, I'm happy to announce here today, there is not a passage that says, be ye busy. <laughs> it's, it's not in Even here. Even the Proverbs 31 woman who was busy had servants. <laughs> exactly. It, it's not a commandment. There yeah. Are there people who are diligent? Are there people who are, are pursuing the will of God and, and actively doing? Yes. Yes. But it's not, there's a command to wait upon the Lord. Mm -hmm. There's a command to rest in the Lord. There's not a command to be busy. And yet that's the, the enemy tries to draw us in with this whole busy. And I believe the objective of the busyness that he, he invites us to. So we have two invitations, right? We have, we need to RSVP. We've got an (laughs) invitation from the enemy to be distracted and busy, right? Mm -hmm. And then we've got this in this invitation from the almighty that says, rest in me, know me, yeah, wait right. on me. Psalm 46, 10, be still exactly. and know that I am God. Exactly. And that brings us back to that Jeremiah passage of being at the crossroads and looking for the ancient paths. And we got to make a decision, right? Yeah. We don't get to camp out at the crossroads. We got to pick a direction. Yeah. And getting to know God is, is really, to me, the number one blessing of home education. Mm-hmm has been my relationship with God, the ways that I've gotten to know him, the promises that I knew that I'd read, that I had learned about, that I'd been taught, right, about who God was, blah, 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 blah. And then I home educate and I'm like, oh my goodness, he really is faithful. He really is good. He really is able. He really is, you know, I mean, that's different. It's, that's, totally different. And then I'm having these experiences and then I've got these kids and I'm, Oh, let me tell you. Yeah. He is faithful and he is good and he is dependable. Right. And they're like, okay, okay. And then they get a little older and I'm like, Oh, he is. Yeah. 
And see, yeah. that's what this is about. And, you know, you put them on the bus and you miss eight hours of God yeah. showing off. Yep. And you miss all that time to celebrate who he is and to get yeah. to know him and to. Oh, man. Yeah. That's Good the stuff. power of perspective, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Remember the songs that you learned as a little child? They're still deep in your memory and on the tip of your tongue, and they'll last a lifetime. Imagine if those precious songs had taught you God's Word. Using the classical model, BibleQuest provides both a plan and ready-to-use tools like scripture memory songs, games, and activities to make lifelong teaching of the Bible easy and effective. Simply pick a few tools for the week, practice them together, and enjoy how easy and effective teaching God's Word can be. Try four weeks free at BibleQuestClassical.com forward slash rocked. That's R-O-C-K-E-D. Do you want to encourage independent learning in your students? Do you have multiple students with individual learning styles? Homeschooling is an excellent opportunity to customize your child's education. BJU Press is here to help. For each academic subject, BJU Press has created video lessons that will lead your child through each of their courses. Your child will experience thorough lesson content administered by experienced and engaging teachers who will walk your child through the assignments so they know what to expect. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com to see what courses are available for your student. We are back with Rachel. And um, so funny, I started to bring that back in as if we were recording a brand new episode. <laughs> and I was like, welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rock podcast. But yes, welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rock podcast. Oh, good golly. Um, this is what happens when I have too many things going on in my brain all at one time, because I have so many different directions I want to go. And we only have a few minutes left. Um, but in these last few minutes, um, I want to talk about a couple of things. I want to talk about like how how do we get started in getting the right perspective? Um, yeah. Because maybe our perspective is skewed. Maybe we're at that point where, you know, we're seeing grandma's house as a big, massive mansion. And in reality, it's really a very small house. Yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to episode one. <laughs> um or, you know, you don't know exactly what size the door is because yeah. your perspective is completely messed up. So, so how do we, where do we start in doing this? But I want to back up really quickly to what you were talking about before the break. And you were talking about what the Lord has done in you and how he has taught you and grown you and your relationship through homeschooling your kids. And mm. I think that is one of the most beautiful things personally for me that, I mean, I don't think, I know that that's one of the greatest things that has happened to me and not just through homeschooling, but in, and being a parent mm -hmm. is that we see God from a different perspective. It, it started out for me when Brooklyn was itty bitty and, you know, just holding that baby that I had longed for, for so long and looking into her eyes and being so deeply in love with her. And that was the first time I realized God's love for, like, I knew God loved mm -hmm. me but I never understood the love of a parent until I was one. And yeah. to think that God loves us so much deeper than we could ever even fathom. And so for you moms and dads who are listening, if you feel like, oh man, the whole world is just weighing down on you and you don't even know how to get the right perspective, just know that God sees you and he hears you and he sees your struggles and he knows your weaknesses and he knows your victories and he knows your strengths and he he created you the way that you are. And so trust him and and just let him be the one to carry you through this. Do not try to do this on your own. You must do this 
with the Lord's help yes. and then bring others into your world who will encourage you mm -hmm. to continue walking this path. Yeah. And so I'm so thankful for what the Lord has taught me through our journey of homeschooling and through my journey of motherhood. Mm -hmm. And I just, I expect looking ahead at, you know, from, from the viewpoint that I have now, looking ahead, being able to know, even though I don't know how it's all going to turn out, know that it is going to turn out for his glory. Mm -hmm. um, this is really interesting. I actually looked up the definition of perspective and there's all sorts of different hey. definitions, but the one that really stuck out to me was it said this, this is in Webster's dictionary. It said the capacity to view things in their true relations mm -hmm. or relative importance. Oh, wow. I'll say that again. The capacity to view things in their true relations or relative importance. Mm. And so as we look at perspective, Rachel, we have just a few minutes left. Where do we start if we if our perspective has been just kind of screwed up and it's kind mm. of muddy, where do we start to get the right perspective? Yeah, I, I think the first thing that we need to do is acknowledge that our perspective isn't what it needs to be. Mm -hmm. uh, I just think, and I made a, I said earlier, you know, my name is Rachel and I'm a recovering. <laughs> I think, I always think acknowledging where we are is just invaluable. Yeah. Not, not trying to just sort of, okay, I know I need to do something, but actually saying, you know what? I really need to change X, Y, or Z, just naming it yes. and then going from there. So the first thing I think we need to do to get perspective, and I'm taking this, these steps I'm going to go through right here. And no, no real order necessarily, but I'm taking these cues from the characters we've already talked about that seem to have remarkable perspective and resolve, like we've already mentioned. The first thing is, I think we need to step back. So if, if insofar as we're leave, living in sort of a chaotic moment in history, right, or maybe you're having a chaotic moment at your home and your house with your family, with your marriage or whatever, there is something really powerful about just stepping out of it just mm -hmm. for a minute so that you can get perspective. So that's the first thing. And the second thing seems obvious, but it's often not. When I am the most worked up, when I am the most um, blinded by circumstances and situations, I find I'm not breathing. So I'm going to say step back and breathe. Yeah. Uh, those are really two good places to start as you're seeking perspective. And then the third thing I'm going to say is look up. Look up. Colossians 3, 1 through 2 says that set your mind on things above, set your heart on things above, mm -hmm. where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. In other words, don't, don't focus on what's swirling and all the chaos and all the confusion. Look up. And a, a, another example is Genesis 15, more homework, Genesis 15, <laughs> when God is, is entering into a covenant with Abraham. He invites Abraham to come outside. And what is he asking to do? Look up. Hmm. Look at the stars, he says. And I think there are two things here that, that he's saying to Abraham. Number one, you see those stars? I did that. Yeah. I yeah. did that. And now I'm going to make you a promise. But I want you to remember, before I make you the promise, I did that. Yeah. And then he says, your descendants will be as the stars. Mm -hmm. So the reference point of looking up I mean, because that's the whole thing. Perspective is that we would have his perspective. So we mm. got to get our eyes off the problem, the situation, the giants, the walls, the Red Sea, the Pharaoh, fill in the blank, right? And we got to look up. Yeah. Then we got to wait on him. Yeah. We got to remember that it's not Insta. It's not a magic wand. It's not going to happen overnight. 
We are a work in progress Mm -hmm. and we need to dare to do Psalm 4610, to be still and know, to sit in it and wait on him. And and this is not in any translation of that verse, but I think it's implicit. Be still and know. I, I think somewhere in there is be quiet. Yeah. The Rachel's revised standard version would be a little bit more regret- aggressive <laughs> because of who I am. And it wouldn't just say, be still and be quiet. It would say, shut up. Because I always want to talk. I always want to make noise, <laughs> right? In the silence. And I think we need to know that God is inviting us to the stillness and the silence. Yeah. So that we can know. And so being still, waiting, resting in him, resting in the knowledge of who he is. He's got this. This is the number one thing. Somebody asked me not that long ago, what do you wish someone had told you when you started? What is something you wish you could have latched onto, held onto? What is something you wish you could have really assimilated into your planning, into your daily routine? And and this is it. God's got it. Yeah. God's got it. I mean, that that just totally deals with your anxiety and your fear and your frustration and all that, right? When you just, oh, right. God's right. God's got it. God's, yeah. God's got it. God's got it. God's got it. Just holding on to that. And then the last thing is, you know, kind of the first thing, um, fear not. Yeah. All of these things that as homeschool moms, as moms, as homeschool moms, we fear. And mm-hmm. sometimes in the middle of the night, you know, we're awake and going, oh, what about this? You know, mm-hmm. all those things that we're afraid of. I would invite you, more homework, to just write it all out and just yeah. lay it before the Lord. All of these things. It's sometimes you get it out of your head and you just lay it out before the Lord and you can sleep again, right? Mm-hmm. You can think again. But yeah. all of these things, all of them, one of them, two of them, I think those are all starting places yeah. for getting that perspective of what God sees and what only He can do. Yeah. Amen. That's a fantastic way to end. And let me just say, you and I have talked about this before, um, as you've been on the podcast is there are, there are times in all of our lives where we feel completely paralyzed, whether it's by fear or anxiety or, uh, just overwhelm, whatever it is where we just feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You say all these things you say, just trust the Lord and just give it to the Lord. But it, it seems like the impossible sometimes. Mm-hmm. And and for Rachel and I, it's the same. We have times in our lives where it seems like the impossible. Trust me, we don't have this all figured out. We don't have it all nailed down. We don't trust perfectly. No. We, so many times <laughs> where I'm just like, oh Lord, what am I doing? And those are the times where I often need to just turn on some worship music, even if I don't feel like listening to it. Um, We've talked about, you know, we love, we both love listening to hymns. And for those of you who go to churches where you don't sing hymns, listen to them at home. They are so powerful and they are so rich and full of just praise and worship to the Lord. Shane and Shane is my absolute all-time favorite, uh, you know, I don't know, call them a band artist, whatever, recording artists. Um, I love them, Rachel. I know you love listening to uh, or Fernando Ortiz. Is that his name? Ortego, yeah. Ortega, Fernando yeah, Ortego. Just, and yeah, um, you have several. And, and just, you know, fill your minds with good things when everything just seems like it's more than what you can handle. Yeah. And more so than that, of course, yeah. open up the word of God. If you can't open it and read it for yourself, every one of you has a phone. I'm sure of it. Open up your phone, 
go to a Bible app or on your computer or something and allow your, you use your phone for something good and allow it to read God's word to you and let it just flow over you uh, because God's word does not return void. It is powerful. So if you're feeling like you're just overwhelmed and, and in a state of, um, frozen right now, um, allow, allow the power of God in his word and his Holy spirit to come over you. So thank you, Rachel, so much for your time this week, man. You are such a blessing and an encouragement to me. If you guys want to know more about Rachel, go to rachelcarmen.com. She has so many good resources on there. Um, and just things that will bless you and encourage you. Um, and she gave you a lot of homework this week, so (laughs) don't get overwhelmed by that either. Um, but thank you guys for listening. If you've not subscribed to the schoolhouse rocked, newsletter, go to our website, schoolhouserocked.com. Again, you can go there to donate um, to the ministry. You can go there to see the movie or purchase the movie through DVD. Um, But we also have a mailing list. And so we keep you kind of in the loop. We don't send out a lot of emails, but if you would like to know what we have going on, maybe some different places where we'll be, um, join our mailing list and we will keep you in the loop of all things Schoolhouse Rocked. Um, And also leave a review for this podcast if you would do that. We absolutely love reading how this podcast is impacting you. So thank you again. Thank you, Rachel, so much for being with me this week. Thank you for having me again. It's always a pleasure. I think you and I could talk for a whole day. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, we'll have you back on again soon um, because you are a delight to talk to. So thank you guys. Have a great rest of your day and we'll see you back here on Monday with another fantastic guest. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.